I'm Caitlin. And I am Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. We're two friends recap and break down K-dramas. Mm-hmm. Woo. <laughs> We're back with part two. We're back. Yeah. Uh, we freaking blazed through this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. The second half and the first half, honestly. Like, you blew through the first half really quickly. Uh-huh. And it took me a minute. And then once I started, like, really watching, I was like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> yes. And then I think the second half, I watched it in the span of, like, I feel like four or five days, honestly. Yeah, I think you did. Because I feel like on Monday, you were like, I'm on episode 12. <laughs> and then on Friday, you were like, I'm on, I'm, I'm finishing it. <laughs> Yes. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a very, very good drama. This yes, this was a good romance good. drama that wasn't like overly romance and it wasn't a whole lot of will they, won't they sort of mm-hmm. thing. It it was good. Yeah, it was like, even though the episodes were long, they kind of got to the point with everything. Agreed. Which I appreciate because it's like, we don't need to keep doing the same will mm-hmm. they won't they or like will this happen and it's like obviously it will <laughs> yeah but um yes okay well first housekeeping i guess uh you can find us on our website okdrama.com and all of the social medias mm-hmm. okdramapod on twitter okdrama okay podcast, podcast on instagram and facebook and uh, we have a Patreon mm-hmm. where you'll get uh, bonus episodes and... Um, episodes early. What else? Oh, uh, unrelated to housekeeping, but basically just open the show notes and you'll see stuff there. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, so I went kind of down this like YouTube rabbit hole of watching like North Korean defectors reacting to Crash mm-hmm. Landing on You. Okay. And for the most part, they said, like, it was somewhat accurate, but um, they, like, if anything, they made it more, uh, I guess, hospitable. Mm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they said that most people only get electricity, like, a few hours a month. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um... Basically, like, everything that Sodan wore, like, you would not be able to wear that in North Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else? I guess, like, the accents they kind of had comments on, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that, <laughs> like, I didn't know. I guess also, like, of that. the playfulness of when things were found, like, the singing rice cooker, and they were just uh-huh. like, oh, you, and they just, like, took it away, like. <laughs> Yeah. no big deal you know yeah they said like bribery like basically the only way you can survive in north korea is through bribery so like uh, it just happens but uh-huh. they were like no like the way everything looked was like pretty accurate and um and i didn't realize because like i don't know what military stuff mm-hmm. means but apparently like jung hyuk's dad is like 
second in command kind of a thing. Like he's uh, super high up. Okay. I didn't realize how high up he was, but like he seemed like a big deal, but yeah, I didn't know was, how big. Yeah, he was. I think one of the girls said like, I think he's supposed to be like, uh, like Kim Jong Un's like general. Oh, like he's right there with him. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so no wonder his son had a lot of access to things, and everyone made exactly. a big deal. Yeah, they were like, uh, basically, only someone at that level could like study abroad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, that's why everyone was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> that was another <laughs> thing. That was another thing that I was a little confused about is like how he was in the beginning able to go to school for piano and stuff, and being like Switzerland and stuff, no problem. Hmm. And then it comes up later on and towards the end of the series, which we'll talk about or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he got those connections. Hmm. Interesting. I need to watch some of those videos. Yeah, I can send you some links. Cool. But um, I then, yeah, then I just started watching like you like North Korean defector videos <laughs> on YouTube. And it's like really sad, but also very interesting. Yeah. So it's crazy. Interesting. But anyway, let's jump into move it. Move on. Yeah, because we have a lot. I I have a lot of notes, and <laughs> I'm excited to talk about the second half. All right. Well, I'm going to read reviews here. Uh, these are not reviews by us, but reviews you found. Right. Where did you find these? I think my drama list. Okay. Um, neither of these had titles. So, like, with previous series, we've watched, mm-hmm. like, I'll give a title to the review, but they didn't. Okay. So that's why I labeled them review one and review two. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start with review one. Mm-hmm. And I quote, okay, this was seriously not what I was expecting. I originally thought that this was about a spoiled rich girl getting into a sticky spot, but it isn't at all that. She's not a spoiled rich brat. She's smart, confident, kind, and hardworking. True, 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 true. Mm-hmm. That was me. Completely different from so many other rich girl slash boy K-dramas. I have watched several series that have originally aired on Netflix and they have been blunders. This one was surprisingly refreshing and fun to watch. I laughed so hard on some scenes. There were so many scenes that were heartfelt and that made you feel like you wanted to cry too. I can only give this series a 10. (laughs) It was unique, funny, heartfelt, romantic, and had some action to go along with it. Even the small fight scenes were good. The leads had an amazing chemistry and the supporting cast really felt like a major part of the series. Their presence was felt and they weren't there and if they weren't there you'd notice. I seriously grew attached to all the cast. I have to agree with this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh yeah I was gonna say spoiler, I like cried through basically every episode. After episode 10, I was just like... In tears the rest of the series. Yes. Just, ugh, awful. Yeah. (laughs) But so good at the same time. And normally, like, the K-drama shows that are super, super long, like 16, 18 episodes, and they're, like, each an hour and a half, hour 45, Mm -hmm. two fucking hours long, it becomes to be, like, a little too much for me, because they're, like, movies, Mm -hmm. essentially, like, 16 movies that I'm watching, and it's a lot to get through but i didn't feel like the show was long like Mm -hmm. i didn't feel like it was just dragging on and i was like 
oh my god is it gonna end yeah they like made every moment count. Mm-hmm. the only mm-hmm. episode where i was like okay this can end now was honestly the last episode because it was straight up like two hours long and it felt yeah. like not a whole lot happened in the final episode um that was the yeah. only one where i just felt like it dragged a little too much yeah they kind of milked it and mm-hmm. i was like how are they gonna end up together like let's just get yeah to- <laughs> yeah let's get to them being together or not yeah i don't want to watch her get texts sorry i mean i do but i don't like <laughs> i can only of course, watch that yeah. for so long yeah checking her phone so often uh-huh all right so we have review number two quote story five out of ten most brownie points go to the second lead story development minus two for seti's foiled escape plan on multiple repeats plus a lot of cheesy unnecessary although I acknowledge that cheesiness is subjective. Minus three for the senseless tragedy towards the second lead. <laughs> they <laughs> sacrifice the second lead story just to inject a sob story, which isn't even necessary. We know it's unnecessary because the main story will still stand even in the absence of... Uh, how do you, Gusungjun? Gusungjun's I think. death. Yeah, I forgot his name and they just put it in um, initials. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then we have cast, 10-10. I'm feeling generous because everyone did fall and no obvious... Did fall. What is Maybe, that? like, well, I don't know. Yeah. These are not always English speakers, That's true. Okay. So. I'm, I'm feeling generous because everyone did, I'm going to say well, and no okay. obvious flaws. Most brownie points go to Yujin and Junghyun and Ji-hee. He? He? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeojin is the woman who plays Sadie. Okay. I don't know who the other... Okay. Are. I bet if I scroll up, I, I can... You'll them see them. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> music, 7 out of 10. This person's, like, going through it all. Uh-huh. I like classical music, so it is a plus. But the scoring in general does not really invoke a remarkable emotion. Like when you hear the background music, for example, in your mind you see a flashback and you suddenly remember the emotion it evoked. Rewatch value. One. Just seeing clips of Sodan and Sungjun hurt, so nope. Not gonna watch it again. <laughs> okay. Um I get the I get the music stuff. I don't remember really any of the songs on the show. There were no yeah. standouts. Honestly though, like the only series we've seen where there's like major standouts is Descendants of the Sun. Still sing yeah. that song to Lumen, our cat. I have special notes for special note to hotel de luna because there's a few songs where i'm like uh, every time they come on <laughs> yes and then romance is a bonus book the song from janavi which uh-huh. just introduced us to that amazing fucking band um yeah. but this song i mean the series didn't have music that i was like oh the song's so good yeah uh there was one song by IU that I have just heard because, like, I listened to a playlist mm-hmm. with her music, and I was like, oh. I know that song. And it was just, yeah, it was just play, like, it would play, like, during dramatic moments. Gotcha. Uh-huh. So I'll probably associate that. I mean, of course I'll associate mm-hmm. drama because it was part of the soundtrack, but, um, I, yeah, I also don't really remember. I don't remember how it goes, mm-hmm. even. 
I just know like when I hear it, you I'll know. Think of. Yeah. Uh I I also feel bad about Sodan and Sungjun's story. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a bummer. Yeah. Um, but also it's one of those things where like neither of these couples could be together. Mm-hmm. Like sorry. Mm-hmm. They just I mean, they could. I, if anything, Sungjun and Sodan could probably be together easier if he's like British, and mm-hmm. I feel like she's not as high profile of a person. So, yeah, they could like be together in Russia or whatever. <laughs> um, but he he had done too much shady shit, mm-hmm. and I feel like they couldn't make the second leads happier than the first. <laughs> leads you know what i mean yeah. like they couldn't have a better ending than our main couple so yeah i think this reviewer just fell more in love with that couple than with the leads which is kind of weird to be honest yeah i didn't like his character very much like he kind of makes up for it later on in the second half when he helps them uh-huh. out and kind of redeems himself but prior to that like he's just kind of a butthole like yeah, and- basically just tricking her into his house and then proposing to her but like proposing to her in a way to where he's not really proposing to her he's kind of like trying to trick her into marrying him threatening her basically very strange tricking her yeah Mm -hmm. also so dan isn't super like charismatic so i don't really care that much (laughs) about her like yeah i don't want anything bad to happen to her but i'm like I don't want you to be with Jung Yuk, so yeah, she's. I don't know. She's very um, kind of mysterious. Yeah, and she's got a, a face like she's judging you. She probably is, uh-huh. but she might not be. Yes. <laughs> I did. I did like her character, but I also thought she could be like problematic at times and like was very obsessive. Over this guy yeah. she's been in love with since high school that she didn't really know, but yeah. like was in love with, she's just like infatuated with. Um, uh-huh. I don't know, but yeah, it didn't work out. But we'll uh-huh. get to that. We'll get to all that. Yes. All right. Yeah. So let's jump into it. Episode nine. Okay. Um. So the synopsis says. Seri faces her kidnapper. Elsewhere, Jonghyuk is forced to spread a formidable rumor about himself <laughs> in order to escape Cholgong's clutches. So, uh, I have bullet points here that get kind of long, <laughs> but... Uh, it's not too basically, bad. Basically, we see that Seri was kidnapped by Jonghyuk's dad. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I need to get involved. Like, because need to figure this shit out. <laughs> because fucking Sodan had a talk with him. Oh, that's and right. yeah, tattled yeah. essentially. Like, holy yes. shit. What an <laughs> asshole. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, I'm like, it's probably good he got involved because mm-hmm. shit was not going well. Mm-mm. Like with just Jung Hyuk trying to figure it out on his own. Jung Hyuk and his Poor little baby. soldier buddies. <laughs> yeah. Um, I refer to them as soldier baby uh, <laughs> throughout the rest of this. So okay. if you just see BBY, okay. uh, those are the soldier babies. Um, yes. Also, Cholgong is like a dick 
and publicly arrests Jung-hyuk at his house. Like, basically, Jung-hyuk is afraid Sadie got shot because, like, the gun goes off and he called it, like, it just goes off in the air. Mm-hmm. Jung-hyuk is, like, despondent. He's like, I, I need to find her. And then he gets to his house, and then Chol Gong is, like, kicking over his little tomato plant <laughs> that Sadie gave him. Mm-hmm. And he, like, takes him into custody or whatever. Uh, um, so, yeah, so this is where he gets his little team to spread the rumor that his dad is, like, whatever that position is that's super close to mm-hmm. uh Kim Jong-un. And I like how and, how the older soldier baby is like, what a stupid rumor he has a story. <laughs> Who's going to believe yeah. this? That's not true, is it? And they're like, I don't know. Is it true? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like... And like, the handsome one is like, I think it's true. <laughs> like, he's kind of quiet about it. Like, oh. It's so funny um, that like nobody knows. Like, nobody that is friends with him actually knows who he is yeah. or what his life is. Yeah, it's interesting that he kind of keeps that on the mm-hmm. down low. But, like, I bet you wouldn't want people, like, exploiting mm-hmm, him. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, basically, word gets back to the colonel's wife, which is kind of, like, the older lady of the village that, like, Sadie made the dress for, blah, blah, blah. Um... And she, like, yells at her husband to, like, get Jung-hyuk out of jail. Like, you fucking idiot. Do you know who you arrested? (laughs) Um, So, yes, he gets out of jail. Meanwhile, Sari meets Jung-hyuk's parents. Uh, At first, she's like, you're Sodan's dad, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, Jung-hyuk's dad is like, the fuck? Basically, (laughs) because... And he just, like, goes off on him. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think uh, in North Korea, it seems, like, kind of more, like, patriarchal where women don't yeah, speak as much or, like, are as outspoken, maybe. Mm-hmm. Especially to someone in that position. Like, obviously, Sadie doesn't know who that guy is. But, um, but yeah, his mom is, like, so nice to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at first, she thinks that they're her parents, but then she sees the mom and she's like, no, you're not her mom. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. then it finally clicks as to who these two people must be. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, so Jung-hyuk's mom, like, brings her food and it's really sweet. And I feel like Jung-hyuk's mom is like, I'm happy. Like, he met someone. Mm-hmm. But also it's kind of sad, <laughs> like, that I can't work out. Then Jung Hyuk gets to the house and he's like all upset. He's yelling at his dad, like, you better not have killed her. And um and then Sadie comes out all awkwardly. And then they have a cute slash awkward little meet the parents moment where you know, they're just having like awkward conversations mm-hmm. with his parents and his dad kind of getting after him and stuff like that, which and she's like, I enjoyed. Don't, don't talk to your dad like that. Apologize. Yeah. Apologize to your dad. <laughs> to your dad. <laughs> yes. Um, what else happens in this episode? Oh, yeah. Like you were saying earlier, uh, Soja, 
wait, Sung Jun <laughs> and Sodan meet at a bar, and she gets drunk and basically reveals that she's liked Jung Hyuk from like the first time she laid eyes on him mm-hmm. in school. And that it wasn't, like, an arranged marriage by the parents. Like, she kind of got her mom mm-hmm. to do the arranged marriage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's interesting, too, because earlier in the first half, there's a moment where um, Jung Hyuk and Sidi are talking about love or something. And she asked him where he met his first love. And she's like, it was, was it in school? And he's like, no, I never loved anyone in school. I never, like had a relationship with anyone in school and then you hear her side saying like oh i've been in love with him since school like it was just kind of like a sad moment like and then when you see the flashbacks of her just like longingly staring at him but he just like walks by and like doesn't know she exists really yeah and then like when she goes to switzerland Mm. to meet him and he's like, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. I hear we're getting married. Yeah. And she's like, meet me. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ugh. devastating. Um, da, da, da. Yeah. So they get drunk together. Sung Jun takes Sodan home. Um, Sadi plays Jung Hyuk's song on piano. And they're like, oh my God, we're meant to be together. He's the one that wrote the song that she became obsessed with mm-hmm. that saved her life because she, like, wanted to die mm-hmm. before she heard the Jump song. Jump over a fucking bridge. Uh-huh. Um, so it's a very beautiful moment, but then Jung Hyuk's like, uh, you're leaving tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, that's abrupt. But yeah. Good. We're keeping the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Um. Then I said Cholgong that fucker. I hate him. <laughs> I know. He fucking sucks. I love later. Uh, this is like a few episodes from now, but the colonel's wife gets mad at the colonel for like teaming up with him. And she's like, he has weird eyes. I told you not to trust him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that guy fucking so sucks. True. And he just gets worse every episode. He gets like more insane. Yeah. yeah. Give it up, guy. Yeah, uh, so he brings his boss, again, I didn't write down the titles of these people, but he's another, like, They're unimportant, guy. they're just assholes. Yeah, so that, he brings, I'm just calling him his boss, um, <laughs> to Jung Hyuk's dad's house, because his boss is, like, kind of challenging mm-hmm. Jung Hyuk's dad for his position, and they're like, we need to do an inspection, because we think, like, Sadie might be here, like, they don't say her name, but. That's essentially what's happening, and guess what? They don't find them because they're always, like, one step ahead. hmm So, good for them. And then, like, Cholgong looks like an idiot. <laughs> I'm here for, but... Uh, yeah. I think he also gets, like, hit, too. Yes. The guy's like, His boss fucking guy, idiot. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. He deserves it. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was right. In this case, like, they, yes. they hid well. He's, he's but... been right many times, but he's just, yeah. like, crazy. He's like... But, yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah. And a murderer. So yes. he deserves to be kicked in the shit. Yes, even though he absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<sighs> oh, Sadie's mom and the shitty sisters or sister-in-laws or whatever uh, go to her house and are terrible, but we get hints that the mom might be like actually on her side because mm-hmm. like her mom knows her like passcode and there's a picture of her mom in the apartment, which I guess it means like that Sadie actually likes her mom too. Yeah. But... They just have fucking... a weird relationship. Yeah, fucking... Okay, I um grew to kind of like the oldest brother and his wife because they're just so, like... Ditzy. Silly? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, like, you know, they're not great people, but they're not, like, terrible. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of, like, dumb. The other two, um, though. Woof. Yes. So the ditzy sister-in-law is just like, let's take her jewelry, which is... <laughs> terrible but also kind of like i get it because sadie has like an amazing closet Mm -hmm. and amazing stuff um but the second sister-in-law is like let me take pictures of her fucking documents for her business wow wowie wow terrible and her mom is like Stop it. I don't know why they went to her apartment in the first place. Yeah, like, there was no point. They didn't have any reason. Yeah. They just, I guess, like, walked like, around. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they were, like, trying to see if, like, there were clues to where she could be or, like, mm-hmm. maybe making sure that she's not home. I don't... I don't know. Very strange. Um, but, yeah. Very weird. Um... So yeah, Junkyuk calls in a favor, and he gets his team to go back to the DMZ so he can sneak Sadie across. Uh, Her and the baby soldiers have another sweet goodbye where they're, like, at the little cabin and, you know, saying all the things we say Uh when they say goodbye. Um, Junkyuk fakes being bad at directions (laughs) so he can spend more time with Sadie before she goes back to the south. Then he dramatically crosses the border to give her one last goodbye kiss. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. (sighs) Yeah. And how scary (laughs) to, like, have to cross that line alone. I know. Okay, bye. Where do I go from here? (laughs) (laughs) The fuck do I do on this side now? (laughs) I know. He's like, just walk that way. And you'll eventually see some people. (laughs) Okay. "Uh, Can you come with me? Yeah, Seriously. I don't like going anywhere by myself, honestly, so I can only yeah. imagine. I don't either, especially, like, like the a woods. place I've never fucking been and in the woods, like... Yeah. I barely know where I'm at in the city half the time. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, so um, episode 10 is pretty fun because mm-hmm. she's back in South Korea. Yeah. She's back to being, like, an amazing fucking boss lady, like, kicking ass. Yes. Um, so, synopsis says, back to her cushy life in the spotlight, Sadie takes care of business, though nothing feels quite the same. Jung Hyuk goes after Chogang. So, she's back in South Korea. She comes uh-huh. in hot with a big fuck you to everyone, says Caitlin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> because... People are like filming her because everyone thinks she's dead. Yeah, they're like she's they're like at a basically like a wake for her, essentially. And there's like a photo of her and there are flowers everywhere and people uh-huh. it's like people in her office and everyone's all sad. And then she comes in in like a fucking hot ass outfit and she's got uh-huh. sunglasses on and she like 
makes note of the people that are there and everyone's like, who's that? And then she takes off uh-huh. her sunglasses and she's like, hey guys. <laughs> and everybody yeah. just like loses their minds. So and good. Like, Sorry to the people who were happy I died. <laughs> yes. I'm back. <laughs> back bitches. Uh-huh. Um, okay. And then we go back to Jungkook and the little baby soldiers. And they're very sad that Seti is gone. Um, mm-hmm. The little wiretapper mole, Mon- Monbok? 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 Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah, that is his that name. I'm just not sure how to pronounce it. Monbok? Yeah. Book? Manbok, I think. Um, he approaches John Kyuk and gives him the watch that Seti dropped that was actually his brother's old watch. Mm-hmm. And he reveals that his brother was going to bring a lot of corruption to light, and this corruption had to do with um, Cholgang. And this mm-hmm. is the reason why he was killed. But before he died, he had saved a copy of the report in like a little disc, a little like chip. Mm-hmm. And that was in the watch. And I know like earlier it was mentioned like we need to find that watch. But they just uh-huh. like the bad guys just like mentioned it once. And uh-huh. that was it. And we were like, why? Okay. <laughs> and so this is why. Because they knew uh-huh. from I guess the the mole that the watch had important information. Yes. That was a good payoff. Yes. Like, oh, yes. That's why. <laughs> yeah. I was happy when his, like, it cuts to his son finding it, like, seeing her get kidnapped, uh-huh. and he picks up the watch and gives it to his dad, and his dad just, like, it's like, oh, my God, like, this is, uh-huh. this can't be, this is, like, a fucking blessing. <laughs> yeah. His watch appeared. Um, so, Monbok feels indebted to Jungkook since he and his brother were always so nice to him. And we also get flashbacks of his brother being, like, super fucking nice to this guy. Like, getting mm-hmm. a nurse to come and bringing medicine for his kid when the baby was all sick. And mm-hmm. getting him the, um, getting him a wallet for his birthday and saying, like, I want to take mm-hmm. you out for drinks and stuff. And that was the night he died. Fucked up. Mm-hmm. So heartbreaking. Really, really yes. awful. And it's, he was like, he was my only friend. Yeah, and it's Ugh. no wonder this guy has had such a shitty life since then. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine having to carry that all those years, like, knowing that you did that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he feels awful. He takes responsibility for his part in the death. And then the village ladies find a note from Seti, and they're also kind of reminiscing about how much they miss her and how cool she was. And, my gosh, mm-hmm. I hope she makes it. And then we cut back to South Korea, and Seti's having to deal with her family bullshit. And there's a really fun scene where the asshole sister-in-law is, like, at a Seti's Choice business meeting, talking about, like, how she's going to, like, merge the company with hers, and this is what we're going to have to do because she's not here anymore. And then fucking Mm -hmm. Seti just walks in, and she's like, what's happening? And everyone's like, (gasps) and she's like, to everyone who raised their hand for this to happen, I'm going to pretend I didn't see it. And we're going to start over. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So good. Uh, And the the sister-in-law just can't say anything. She's just like in fucking shock. Yeah. So she's having to deal with family questions about where she was and what happened. She fakes amnesia so she doesn't have Mm -hmm. to tell them where she was. Uh, Sungjun and Soran meet again, and Soran bails him out of being interrogated. 
Sungjin asks um, Dan if she's still going to marry Jonghyuk, and he reveals that he helped Seri and Jonghyuk out of his parents' house and back to the DMZ. And we cut to that whole scene, and he's, like, reluctant to save them. He's all pissed off that he had to get up early, uh-huh. and he had to wait there, and he had to do all this stuff and, like, play dumb. But it was like, really nice of him. Her? Yeah, it was really nice yes. of him to do. And it was finally a redeeming moment for him, I felt like. Yeah. Um, I love the moment where he's like, where's the ring I gave you? (laughs) That's right. And she's like, uh, and he's like, did you sell it? And she's like, no, I just left it someplace (laughs) at the pawn shop. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, she's like, I had to do it so I could get Junkyuk a present. I'm like, that's (laughs) even worse. he wants to hear. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, So good. Um, so after everything comes to light with the shitty corruption, uh, Chogong uh-huh. goes to trial for his crimes, and he's sentenced to life imprisonment at the concentration camp, which sounds sounds scary as hell. Yeah, Chogong goes crazy, and he tells Junghyuk that he missed something, and said he will die because of it. And he's oh, like so on scary. edge now. Yeah, like what the fuck? What did I miss? Uh-huh. Um, Chogong then he's like looking through paperwork, trying to see like what did I miss? What did I miss? And then something uh-huh. about like the metal. The metal didn't add up how much they had versus how much they found or some shit like that. And then we find out that Chongong faked his death with another armored truck and he escapes. I know. He escapes to South Korea and he threatens Jonghyuk again. Um, He's like, I'm here. And at this (laughs) at this point, it's like, dude, you fucking like dodged a bullet. You got out of North Korea. Were you going to fucking die in a concentration camp? Like. Uh-huh. go away why yeah. are you gonna like press on with this shit like obviously he has connections to be able to get out of the fucking country and be able to get out of this concentration camp like go uh-huh. to a different country and just live what life you have left alone yeah. somewhere you know like he is petty yeah petty as hell <sighs> insane yeah, but at this totally. point Seti has no idea what's happening um, she's still doing business. She's nicer to her staff and they're like, they're always a little on edge. And then she does something uh-huh. that's nice and they're like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but she also is very lonely. Um, and there are scenes of her like taking that, that assistant of hers to like some, the mountain or whatever that they could see from North uh-huh. Korea. And she's like trying to see if she sees anyone. She's like, do you uh, see anybody? And he's yeah. like, I don't know. I can't tell. And then she just starts crying. And he's uh-huh. like, what's happening? <laughs> um, and then we get, like, creepy shots of Cho-Gang, uh creeping on her as a security guard. Like, he very uh-huh. quickly and easily got a fucking job at her company as a security uh-huh. guard. Ugh. It's very, um, I don't know. I don't like those scenes. Where you're just seeing, like, random guards just doing their business, and then you see him uh-huh. fucking lurking, like, oh, uh, He's ugly. so creepy. He is. He has those crazy eyes. He, like he definitely does, <laughs> yes. Very unsettling. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a moment where Seti can't sleep. She's sad. She's lonely. She can't stop thinking about mm-hmm. Jung-hyuk. And she decides to go outside for a walk. And at that point, I was really nervous because we just saw him. We just saw that guy mm-hmm. as a guard, and I thought he was going to beat lurking outside her fucking place but no she's uh-huh. walking and she sees Jungkook there across the street Yay! 
And it's kind of just like, am I seeing a ghost sort of moment? Yeah. Like, is this fucking real life? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the two of them kind of like come up to each other and embrace or whatever. But then mm-hmm. we also see, I think in like the the post credit, like right after they show the little like flash photo that they always do in K-dramas. Yeah, like epilogue yeah. thing. Yeah. We see that the little baby soldiers and Monbok have been sent to South Korea to find Jungkook and bring him back. Because Jungkook just fucking went rogue on his own. Uh-huh. And the dad found out. And the dad got his, like, closest confidants, the Jungkook's closest confidants, to go and get uh-huh. him and make sure he's safe and bring him home. And so, so good. you see these little soldier babies come out of their bus because they're pretending uh-huh. to be fucking, like, Olympic track people or some shit. And it's like, what uh-huh. is it with this track team that, like, <laughs> everyone poses as a track star? Yeah, they have to be competitors. Uh-huh, and- uh-huh. <laughs> but these guys are, like, first time in South Korea, and it's just, like, super cute to see them getting ready uh-huh. to be in South Korea for the first time. And I don't know. I got very excited when I saw that they were coming. Cause like, yes, yeah, me too. Fun shenanigans happening here. <laughs> Yes, because at first it's kind of scary because you just see them being, like, dragged away. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, God, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And then you realize, like, it's so they can be sent to the South. Yeah. Um. Also, I don't know if you remember, but they meet that guy in, like, the green tracksuit mm-hmm. who is, like, supposed to be a North Korean spy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Apparently, that's from a movie. Oh, so okay. that it's like a kind of like crossover, like that actor played a North Korean spy. I forget the name of the movie. Um, so he's like playing the same character. That character was weird. In the show. I know. I didn't Apparently, know what was happening with that character. I didn't either. <laughs> I didn't either. But uh, I just saw stuff about it online, and I was apparently that movie's like really good. Interesting. So I kind of want to watch it. But yeah, I know. He's like reprising that role. Interesting. I know that like they said he was a North Korean spy and he said he was a North Korean spy, but he was so weird. And then the yeah. way he was just like, here you go, you're going to take this job now. I'm going to go, okay, bye. And then the other yeah. guy's like, where's my food? And he's like, they have it. And he just like <laughs> runs away. Like, what? What yeah, was that? So weird. Apparently, like in the movie, the the premise is like they they forgot about him in North Korea. So he's just there waiting to get orders nice. that never come. So interesting. Yeah. I would watch that. It sounds silly. Uh-huh. Okay. So episode eleven, it's Jungkyuk's turn to adjust to a new world. Back in North Korea, Don gives Sung Jun a place to stay after he loses his protection. Uh, so, Sari brings Jungkyuk home. I think first they go to a little cafe, and she's like, what happened? And he's like, mm-hmm. it was no big deal, uh, but it was a big deal. I, th- I think she says, like, how'd you make it over so easily if, like, it was so <laughs> it fucking so hard to get me for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we see, like, he had to crawl through a tiny tunnel for, like, 24 hours straight basically mm-hmm. uh, that's a no for me um and it like <laughs> collapsed on him at some point but like he made it through for sadie and um so yeah so it was not easy it was very difficult oh one of the other things 
that the North Korean people said was that they felt like they made it too easy. Like they depicted defecting being too easy mm. in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like, obviously it's a TV show, but they're yeah, like, I don't, hope. I don't even know how you get out of North Korea. <laughs> Apparently. How does one get out? Uh, so you have to like pay people to like. They kind um, of smuggle you out. To smuggle you out. But so two people that I heard, they like, there's a river that separates North Korea from China. Mm-hmm. So they literally have to swim through the river, get to China, and then people in China smuggle them to Thailand. And then from Thailand, they like file for amnesty or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they get brought to South Korea. Wow. But yeah, like you can't get caught in China too, I guess, because the Chinese government will send you back to North Korea. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it sounds... It sounds terrifying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So he says, uh, Jungkook says he's only there to get Cholgong and like bring him back to North Korea because she's like, did you defect from me? <laughs> and he's <laughs> he like, should've. no. I know. Fuck. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that later. <laughs> um and he's like as soon as i find him i'm gonna leave like it might be tomorrow so just heads up uh city's shitty brother this the second brother and sister-in-law barge into her place while fucking city and jung hyuk are just like trying to enjoy their chicken (laughs) um and she hides him but he overhears how terrible her family is Mm -hmm. because i think um earlier she's like oh yeah my family was really happy to see me like i'm doing well like Mm -hmm. don't worry about me but like he hears that she's not doing well (laughs) Um, yeah and her family sucks or yeah a lot of them suck (laughs) Uh uh-huh so they threaten sadie with the knowledge that she was actually in north korea they're like we know you don't have amnesia you liar and she was (laughs) like wait are you telling me you knew where i was and you did nothing to bring me home, mm-hmm. and you, like, actively tried to keep me there, like, that's worse than me being in North Korea. Yeah. Which I'm, like, so true. Like, why would you give up that knowledge? And it's not like, again, she went there because she wanted to. Right. Like, she was in a fucking weird freak accident and yeah. had no way of being able to come home and had to go through all this fucking bullshit and, like, near-death experiences trying to get yeah. home so stupid like those two are like dumb like the the wife is like a little bit smarter mm-hmm. but they think they're smart yeah but they're, they just make dumb mistakes they're not like the first brother and wife where they're like actually like they can recognize <laughs> their shortcomings yeah. to a certain extent um but anyway so ba-ba-ba. um so shit hits the fan in North Korea as all of Cholgang's old partners are like sent to prison, including the colonel. Because mm-hmm. basically anyone that like took bribes or whatever, anyone related to Cholgang gets sent to prison. So, you know, the village is in an uproar, blah, blah, blah. Um, we get a nice little shopping montage <laughs> as Sadie buys stuff for Jonghyuk. And she basically tells everyone that 
he's her bodyguard so he can stay by her she's like well if troll dog's going after me then you need to be with me Mm -hmm. because you'll probably find him that way but they basically just get to hang out and i love the like shop lady being like oh my god it looks perfect on you she's getting all jealous (laughs) every suit yeah um uh, oh so the babies end up staying at a sauna because they're like i don't know where to stay and they don't have a ton of money i guess they didn't take that job (laughs) um (laughs) but they're like actively enjoying south korea and they Mm -hmm. love being at the sauna even the older one that like talks shit about south korea is like secretly loving it Uh uh-huh yes so uh, I think at the end of last episode, he's like, I think they turn on, like, they must have known we were coming. They turn on all the lights. Uh-huh, yes. Apparently, that's a thing that they do in North Korea. Like, if they get visitors, they'll, mm. like, turn on, like, all of the lights in Pyongyang. Wow. But then after people leave, they turn them off. Interesting. I know. So, it's like, so that weird. Was one of the things. I know. Because they want to make it seem like they have electricity. Yeah, and that, like, everything's, like, cool and normal and Uh nothing to see here. Yes. Um, So they end up finding Sadie's office, but they can't get in because they're, like, they don't have an appointment and they don't know how to, like, interact with the, like, security guards. And it's just, like, really awkward, so they run away. Um, Sungjoon and Sodan help each other out blah 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 i kind of glaze over their storylines because it's essentially them just like meeting up hanging out and getting drunk hanging out eating food uh-huh, learning more about each other mm-hmm. blah 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 um sadie's older brother oh oh other brother and older brother <laughs> and his wife tell his mom about the second brother knowing Sadie was in North Korea, and she's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all suck. She's uh, not happy. No. Uh, Gong finds Sadie alone and chases her through the parking garage. This was so scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, because earlier Jung-hyuk, like, knocks on the top of the car, and he's like, you have to knock, so if there are any animals mm-hmm. hiding, they'll come out. So Sadie does it. Oh, but earlier, a little kitten runs out, mm-hmm. which is cute. Uh, but Sandy does it, and she sees fucking Cholgong in the back of her car. Ugh! Mm-hmm. So scary. Trying to be, like, not seen. Trying to hide. This fucking cat. Ugh. Yeah, so scary. Um, so, yeah, he's kind of chasing her, and uh, Jonghyuk is off. He gets, like, lured into a trap, but he ends up, like fighting all these dudes then Cholgong calls him with Sadie's phone and lures him into another trap mm-hmm. and he like has a gun on Jung Hyuk but then Sadie like turns out the lights and is like it's a trap <laughs> and he actually does have good hearing and good sense of direction and he's able to like save the day basically uh-huh yes all right so it leads us into episode 12. Hoping to meet Jungkyuk, his comrades attend an event hosted by Seti's company. Sungjoon opens up to Don over a bowl of rice porridge. 
Um, mm-hmm. So Serian, Jung Hyuk managed to escape Chogung, but he always seems to get away. Of course, mm-hmm. he just like fucking disappears. Seri calls a doctor for a house visit to men- mend Jung Hyuk's knife wound, but the doctor tells her fucking shitty brother that he like helps some dude at her house. Yeah. Like, the fuck kind of doctor are you? <laughs> Uh, what about patient confidentiality, sir? (laughs) Shitty, man. So, Uh Sidi vows to use all of her resources to get back for, um, what happened to John Kyuk. And she basically tells Mm -hmm. him, like, you know what? I'm not in North Korea anymore. Like, this is my fucking turf. And Uh I can protect myself, too. And I can handle this guy. Like, I have Uh my own way to handle things. And Egon is like, he ate his food. He fucking probably pooped ran around the house, and now he's at the door being annoying. <laughs> what kind of a cat is that? It's not a normal cat. Oh, he stopped. No. No, he's not going to stop. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to try to read this in a way to where I can get through it without him being too noisy. Okay. Um, so we see that City is actually, like, super badass, and she uses these shady dudes in the neighborhood where Jungkook was attacked to get info on Cholgang, and she's like find this fucking guy and mm-hmm. i will pay i forgot what it was that she would pay for them for like a year or something some oh, like yeah, rent or some apartment. shit yeah. yeah so she's like i'll let you live rent free if you give me and they're like seriously and she's like yes you won't have to worry about anything just fucking find this asshole and that's when uh-huh. she's wearing that amazing fucking coat that yes. andrew said looks like it was dipped in chocolate it's like half <laughs> half like pleather on top and then uh-huh. half, like, trench, sort of. I don't really fucking know. But it's cool yeah. as hell. And uh-huh. don't buy it yet, y'all, because I haven't gotten it yet. But it's on Fashion Shingu. And when I get paid, end of this month, I'm buying it. <laughs> fucking Good. $98 later, I'm going to buy it. Because it's so cool. And I it's love I love cool. me a cool jacket. Yes. Um, all right, so she's being super cool and, like, owning shit. Um, bup, bup, bup. And then Sadie gives her life insurance guy a job since he was super loyal to her. And she saw, like, the video footage of him, like, pleading with people to, like, find uh-huh. her. And he knew she was alive and he really pushed for it. So sweet. And it's just perfect timing because he had just gotten fired, too. And uh-huh. he has, like, a family, and he was all sad and depressed, and she was like, I'll pay you, like, three times what you were making, what you're making currently. And he's like, well, actually, I just got fired. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, okay, well, good. Like, you're working with me now. Uh-huh. He's super sweet. Um, yes. Seti makes Jung-hyuk stay home until his wound heals, and he opens up a special message system and learns about Cholgong's network in South Korea. And, like, I don't know how the fuck he got into this stuff. I don't know. Uh, it's just him, like, <laughs> being on computers, basically. And then uh-huh. there's a little moment of him playing video games, and his name was uh, Tomato Cultivator, I think. Uh, yeah. And then it ends up being that he's fighting with um, one of the soldier babies. I forgot which one. The youngest baby. And yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what his name was, his screen name. It yeah. was also something it's- silly. Yeah. Um. But he and the little soldier baby ends up beating Junkyuk, and they uh-huh. get into this conversation. And the little guy's like, "We should meet and fight then, meet in yeah. person and fight." <laughs> and he like actually waits for him outside, and Junkyuk never shows. 
And he, like, later on is talking shit about, like, how this thing happened and he waited and this fucking loser never came. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, apparently uh, one of, the, like, the North Korean people in those YouTube videos mm-hmm. said that, like, people fight a lot in North Korea. Oh. Because, like, there aren't really cops to, like, yeah. stop them. So people just fight. And, like, apparently a lot of, or not a lot, but sometimes, like, North Korean people get in trouble in South Korea because they're just, like, so used to fighting people. Oh, uh-huh. And they're, like, you so can't like, second do that. nature? <laughs> uh-huh. So wow. after learning about that, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Like, he was, he was, he was ready to go. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's funny. I'll fight you. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the soldier babies recap their attempts to find Seri and Jungkook. And then we see how close they actually were to meeting them on multiple occasions. Yeah. And it just didn't go through. My favorite was when the older soldier baby ends up working at the chicken place. Because he knew uh-huh. that Seti talked a lot about eating, like, meat three times a week. Or I forgot what the fuck she said. Like, two two meals uh-huh. a day, was, like, meat. And he's like, eventually, I think she'll order chicken. And he, like, uh-huh. starts to work there. And the phone is ringing. But he's, like, busy eating, so he doesn't answer. But it's Joan Kip calling for an order, so he fucking misses the call. Yes. So funny. A misconnection. Uh-huh. Um, all right. So, Sodan, Sungjung, they spend more time together at her apartment. And then Seti and Joan Kip drink together. And after they both get drunk, he reveals that he wants to stay in the South with her and get married and have a family. And it's like, well, then fucking stay, buddy. You're yeah. already there. <laughs> Who's going to fucking come and get you? Who's going to yeah. come into South Korea? Fucking stay there. It's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Ugh, sucks. It's upsetting. It, like, hurts. It really is. Because that's, like, the first moment. It's the first moment where he says something like that about wanting Uh to, like, be with her forever. And you're like, okay, well, then, like, let's make it happen. Let's figure it out. Because you're from a fucking powerful family, and she's got a lot of money. So let's figure it out. (laughs) But then they don't talk about it again. And it kind of sucks. Um... But Seti and Jungkook go to a store opening, one of her store openings, and they have a little moment with the watch. I think um, she sees him wearing it, and she's like, hey, I fucking got that for you. And he's like, you saved me. Yeah. I don't think he actually... saving each other. Yeah, I don't think he tells her, like, it was my brother's, which is kind of a big deal. I would have told her immediately. Like, look, you found this, and it was my my dead brother's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think he just tells her, like, it was really important mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. It was my dead brother. It was my dead brother's, and he found it. Um, so the soldier mm-hmm. babies go to the opening, and they're trying to find her, but they can't get to her, and they start to panic and run away. And one mm-hmm. of them, like, falls asleep in a bed, and he leaves his shoes behind, and security's uh-huh. chasing him, but then they find out, like, like the guy was only chasing him because he left his shoes behind. It wasn't, yeah. like, to question them or anything, but they, like, flipped out and they ran away. Uh-huh. And when they're running and, like, falling all over the place, Jungkook sees them and he's like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Is that who I think it is? And then all <laughs> of them are, like, sitting outside upset because they still can't fucking get to these people. And they almost uh-huh. got caught. They got chased. And then suddenly 
Jim and the baby lost his shoes. The little baby lost yeah. his shoes, and then Joan kept, comes to the rescue and hands him his shoes and puts him on him like a little baby. Uh-huh. Uh, and everyone's just, like, in awe, like, oh, my God, we found him. Uh-huh. Um, and, and they hug. Yeah, oh, it's it's so really sweet. sweet. It's a good reunion. Uh-huh. Um, so Sadie's older brother approaches her and offers to help her bring down the other brother if she'll give up the chairman position to him. Sadie doesn't commit either way, but tells her brother to keep looking into the other brother's manager and dealings. Yeah, he's like, is she telling me what to do? And his wife is like, just let's do it. Just do it. it. It's fine. (laughs) Who cares? Let's be on Uh the good side here. The right side. Yeah. The side that's actually going to get you somewhere. Uh Uh-huh. So Sadie meets up with John Kuk and the baby soldiers, and Mm -hmm. she brings them back to her place. And they're just, like, in awe of where she lives. And they're kind of just like, holy shit, she wasn't lying. She does yeah. have a lot of money. <laughs> it's this fucking place. I would be, too. Uh-huh. It's insane. It's, her place is it's insane. fucking beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, and then side story happens. The village ladies are banding together to help the colonel's wife, um, who, like, got in trouble and all this crazy shit. I don't fucking really pay attention to yeah. that part. <laughs> Yeah, they're just, like, being there's, nice ladies. Yeah, there's just shit happening right now. Uh-huh. It's heavy. Um, yeah. Seti overhears Manbok telling Jung Kyuk about their deadline, and they need to bring him home by this certain time. Like, the bus is going to mm-hmm. leave, and she feels really bad. And then her mom tells her dad about the second brother keeping Seti in North Korea, and the mom mm-hmm. tries to reach out to Seti to help her, but Seti is suspicious and doesn't believe her. Because, again, they've had some drama in the past. Yeah. So, uh, her mom was a shithead, basically. Yeah. Because it's not her biological mom. Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting stuff happens. Um, Uh So, the shitty couple, the brother and sister-in-law, meet Mm -hmm. with manager O and Cholgang, and... Sidi comes home to a seemingly empty house, and she starts to sob. She thinks that Jung Kyuk and everyone has left her, and she's very, very sad, and she's just, like, crying by herself. And then uh-huh. Jung Kyuk and the boys come out with party hats and gifts and a birthday cake as a surprise, uh-huh. because, surprise, it's her birthday. And uh-huh. Sidi runs out, and Jung Kyuk goes to follow her, and everyone's like, I thought this is what we're supposed to do. Yeah. I thought this was they, supposed like, to be a good idea. <laughs> they get mad at, like, the drama-loving uh-huh, baby. Uh-huh. They're like, you said this was a thing. You said to be happy. <laughs> so uh. she's really embarrassed, and he says nice things. He gives her a hug. Um, and then in the epilogue, it's just another example of them being fated for each other. And end of episode, basically. Yeah. Um, I thought... Like, I forget which one is just holding, like, I think it's, like, a little stuffed animal penguin, and they're just, like, what the fuck? Because she's, like, you know, sobbing, calling out for him, and, like, she's, like, I'm so alone, blah, 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 like, she's emptying her heart out. embarrassing, like, to do that (laughs) not knowing that there are, like, I don't know, half a dozen soldier dudes, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that you know but you don't like really uh-huh. really know them either and then yeah. the guy that you're in love with overheard everything too like oh 
and she kept downplaying like i'll be fine when you leave Mm -hmm. i'll be fine when you leave Mm-hmm. And we'll kind of get into it in the next episode. But also, uh, frickin' Cholgong being like, I maybe this is in the next episode. I I wrote these notes, so I wouldn't say that anymore. But <laughs> just them meeting up with Cholgong was like a big twist to me. Yeah, like, really fucked up. That's not good. Assholes. Yeah. Um, Okay. Episode 13, Seti sends the comrades <laughs> on a shopping spree and plays hooky from work with Jonghyuk. Uh, Jong Manbok encounters a dilemma. Mm-hmm. That's an understatement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a dilemma. Um, so, yeah, Jonghyuk continues to comfort Seri and he's like, you'll have good birthdays, blah, blah, blah. They eventually go back to the apartment and enjoy a little party with the babies because he's like, are you going to cry like that when I actually leave? <laughs> yes, of course. Like, no. Uh, of course she is. <laughs> yeah. But I think also it's because, like, he kept telling her, I might have to leave without saying goodbye mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. And so that's what she and thought so, happened. Yeah. Um, I guess that, like, reality set in finally with that. Um so blah 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 they have a cute little party Jonghyuk gives Sadie couple rings for her birthday which was really cute he looked mm-hmm. so nervous while he was like giving them and she like takes the ring from him and she's like oh it fits on my thumb thanks and he's like that one's mine and I was <laughs> like <"Ugh." laughs> so yeah I think um I started cry well like I said I cried in like a lot of these episodes but when Sadie was crying I was like Ugh. oh my god and then when he gives her the couple's rings I I just started crying again because I knew they can't be together mm-hmm. or I, I kept thinking like it's not gonna end well anyway um ba-ba-ba. oh uh, so so Dan's mom finds Dan and Sungjun in the apartment He's like, what are y'all doing here? Because I think Sodan is, like, hungover. She mm-hmm. comes looking for her. Um, and Sungjun, of course, is very charming. And Sodan's mom is like, he could be better than Jungkook. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I like Sodan's mom because she just wants Sodan to be happy. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And she's, like, kind of crazy. So. <laughs> um, Jungkook finds manager O and he's like, tell me what you know. It's very intense. Uh, Seri tells Manbok that they have to make sure Jonghyuk goes back to the north safely. So she's like, you know, I know he has his things going on, but, like, I don't want him... I want to help you make sure he goes back. Yeah. Basically. I'm not going to hold him back. Um, The shitty sister... Oh, no, wait. I skipped a part. Uh, da, 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 da. oh, Sadie gives the babies her black card so they can go on a shopping spree, and they just buy like kind of dumb things, but it's really sweet. Like they go to like kind of cheap, like mm-hmm. street level <laughs> shops. Like they get and, silly course, hats and things. Uh huh. I think the youngest boy, like he buys like a school uniform. He does just, from like, from some like street musician. Yeah, like, it's just, like, sad. <laughs> like, he just wants to have a normal life because mm-hmm. he's, like, 17, I think. Yeah. Like, he's actually a baby um, in his little hat. And then, like, uh, 
the handsome one looks like cool in the ripped jeans because they're mm-hmm. like, see, they think they're rich, but they're selling ripped jeans or whatever. <laughs> oh, also earlier in an earlier episode where they're like trying to figure out where Sadie is and he's like, I kept getting stopped. I think people know like because they kept saying you're the one we're looking for. And they're like all these cards for different agencies like oh, trying to uh-huh. scout him. They're like, what do these mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So the shitty sister-in-law tries to take Sadie's position again. I'm like, how is she calling all of these meetings? Like, what authority yeah. does she have? Why are people listening I, to her? I got why, you know, when they thought Sadie was dead. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense. But why are y'all meeting this time? Um, but thankfully, Sadie's mom steps in and she's like, cut it out. Like, I know you suck, so mm-hmm. stop it. Um, then we get more cute scenes of Jong Hyuk and Sadie being together. They're just like, like the synopsis said, they're playing hooky. I don't know what they do. I don't remember, but they're adorable. Uh, they eventually meet up with the babies watching a soccer match and eating chicken, and they're just like having a great time. But then Manbok goes out to smoke. Smoking is bad if he hadn't gone out to smoke. So yeah, Cholgong confronts him and threatens him and being like, I found you here. I can find your family in the north. Like, you're screwed. You have to do what I say, basically. Mm-hmm. Which is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest. He like, like shows him a photo of his kid. Uh-huh. Um also like it was kind of nice because I feel like Mambok felt like relieved that well he, i mean obviously he knew like Gong was there because like that's the whole point but like mm-hmm. i feel like he seemed more confident like being with the other soldier guys mm-hmm. and he, he just immediately reverted back to like being scared mm-hmm. um okay so the village ladies find sung june in dan's apartment and uh there's like you know more drama with that blah 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 but then Dan learns that Jung-hyuk is in South Korea to save Sadie. So, like, at first she was already kind of pissed that, like, Jung-hyuk delayed their wedding mm-hmm. so he could help Sadie cross to the South. But she, like, it's just, like, the last draw when she finds out that he actually, like, crossed the border mm-hmm. to save her. Um, Sadie arranges a meeting with the drama-loving baby and his favorite actress, which was just adorable. <laughs> I don't recognize that actress, but I think, I mean, obviously she's a little older, so she's kind of in, like, the older dramas that he loved watching mm-hmm. illegally. <laughs> um, the shitty couple meets with the dad, and he gets after them and basically disowns his son and, like, fires him, like get out of here mm-hmm. i know what you did to sadie like you're not my family anymore um but then the fucking sister-in-law is like well we don't know that uh she wasn't involved with sejun like conning the brother because mm-hmm. there's evidence that she and sejun met up in north korea she's like maybe sadie was working against us the whole time and the dad was like if you're fucking lying again, like, this is it. Like, yeah. I'm actually done with you. And, of course, they're lying again. Um, But he tells the brother, like, call Sadie here. Like, 
let's get to the bottom of this. Um, so the brother calls her to lure her to the house, but she's attacked on the way as we see Mambok giving intel to Trollgong. Like, mm-hmm. she left the house. Um, Junghyuk goes to meet Trollgong and is ambushed by a bunch of, like, I don't know, street gang people. Um, but the baby soldiers show up in their suits that Sari bought them. Because she's like, y'all just bought stupid stuff with my, <laughs> with my card. Like, I'm buying you actual nice things. Um, Isn't it shitty, though, that they don't even, like, take any of that with them? I know. Like, they don't leave with any fucking suitcases or anything. I know. It's like, yeah, it's not like they'd be able to keep that once they get yeah, back. Yeah, it's, it's really sad. sad. Um... So we get a little flashback and see that Mambok told Jonghyuk about Cholgong. Oh, because after the birthday party, mm-hmm. Jonghyuk <laughs> realizes that the, like, tiny baby was the guy he was fighting with online. Mm-hmm. So he, like, kind of storms out or is, like, trying to keep cool. And then he sees Mambok, like, crying. <laughs> and then we realize that, like, Mambok did the right thing and like opened up to Jonghyuk mm-hmm. and they like devised a little plan. Um Okay, so back in present day, Jonghyuk and Cholgong like leave the main fight area and they're like having a shootout. Sadie sees that Cholgong is about to shoot Jonghyuk, so she drives in front and takes the bullet for Jonghyuk. <sighs> uh everyone stands around and cries for Sadie and Cholgong gets away. But he's wounded, like, mm-hmm. uh, fucking Jonghyuk shot him. So. So what bothered me with that is, one, like, people took for fucking ever, apparently, to call an ambulance. Because everyone yeah. was just standing <laughs> around her crying, not doing anything, not trying to stop the bleeding. They just, like, uh-huh. hugged her and cried and did fucking nothing. Uh-huh. And two, how did that bullet shoot her where it shot her when, like, it blew through the window, but right. it somehow hit her, like, I don't know, like, in her rib area or something. Like, it wasn't her head or anything that it hit her. I know. It was, like, a fucking JFK sense. magic bullet that, like, <laughs> <laughs> flew in all kinds of weird directions. And that just, like, really fucking bothered me. Because I felt like where that asshole was standing and where he shot towards, like, it would have gone in a fucking angle or something. Like, it made no sense to me. It was very annoyed yeah. that she got shot. And then I thought she was going to have a fucking amnesia moment when she woke up. Because I thought about how you <laughs> say that everyone has a fucking amnesia moment. Like, God, no. This is uh-huh. going to suck. Thankfully, she doesn't. Right. But it was just like, there's a lot of stuff that happens in these next episodes because of her fucking bullet wound that just never mm-hmm. fully made sense to me as to like how it hit her, where it hit her, like... I shouldn't think too much yeah. about it, but I did. <laughs> and I, I do. <laughs> it just bothered me. Uh, um, yeah, I kind of let that go. Later on, their arrangement bothers me. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it for, like, ever since I finished the drama. Uh-huh. So I guess we can compare yeah. our uh The things that bother us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright, so episode 14. While Jungkook keeps watch over Seri, his comrades make themselves useful. <laughs> Sungjun can't stop worrying about Dan. So Seri is in a coma, 
And the government starts to investigate what happened with City and if it could be tied to what happened in North Korea. Because they know that two people came in from North Korea through that tunnel. And they knew yeah. that one of them was Chulgong and then there was another person. So they're like trying to figure person. out, yeah, what is happening. And they want to talk uh-huh. to Jung Hyuk because he was the other person there. They want to know who the fuck he is. He doesn't have uh-huh. actual paperwork because he's from North Korea. Yeah, I think he just has like a Chinese passport. Yes, and he's like fake correct. being Chinese, but it's like shady. Yeah, like mm-hmm. there's obviously something up. Yeah. So Chung Gung is barely alive. He gets treated by a shady doctor, and um, Jung Kik even says, "Like, have you checked like shady doctors?" <laughs> Basically, because <laughs> uh-huh. this guy like, is he got from, shot. This guy's from North Korea. He can't go to an actual hospital. Uh-huh. Check out those places and try to find him. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, good idea." <laughs> um, so then we cut to the village ladies. They're having a party to celebrate the colonel coming home, and Don's mother shows up. And the village head gets drunk and spills all the tea of what's been happening. Mm-hmm. She also gives them gifts, and it ends up being City's Choice um, products, skincare products, uh-huh. and it has portraits of all of them. And they're yeah. like, oh, oh, that's later. Oh, is but it? Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. I thought it was in this one where she came to I think she them. just gives them, like, cosmetics. But oh, it's, maybe. I think it's in episode 16 when they're, like, wrapping everything. Oh, up. maybe. Okay, well, I'll cut ahead then. Um, yeah. Since I already started talking about it. Uh, it's got uh-huh. all their little portraits on it. And they're like, it's really sweet. yeah, they, like, start crying. And they're like, oh, my God, she did make it. She is safe. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the she portraits so are, are really good. I don't know how she remembered all their exact uh-huh. fucking details to be able <laughs> to get portraits of them done like that, but whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so Seti eventually wakes up and Monbuk tells her he bugged her room and um, it like plays a montage of all of them listening in and like crying so and funny. being upset that she hasn't woken up and talking uh-huh. shit about her brother and stuff. Um, and he gives her recordings of her brother and sister in law being shitty. And basically, like, wanting her to die, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, moments of her mom being really nice. Um, mm-hmm. We cut to Sodan and Sungjoon meeting up again. Finally, they kiss, but he's even more on the run now. Um, Seri and Jungkyuk are caught hugging by the paparazzi. And um, this is, like, when she's in the hospital room. He's, like, helping her up. And... Mm-hmm. Um, like, the photos are, like, really shitty and, like, not even that great. But everyone freaks uh-huh. out about who she's hugging because we can't see who he is. Yeah. Um, and he's, like, trying to be all tough and show her all the different scars that he's gotten in life. And uh-huh. she's like, oh, my God, that looks like it hurts so much. He's like, oh, I got this one on my back, too. And he's <laughs> showing all these random scars. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. And the, like, little babies come in. They're like, what What's happening? Oh, yeah, because his shirt's, yeah. like basically off I'm like what uh-huh. is happening and she's like i didn't do that and he's like i didn't do this <laughs> so stupid uh-huh. um so seti outs her shitty brother and sister-in-law for collaborating with cholgang and as a last stitch effort the sister-in-law tells the authorities that jung kyuk is also from north korea because she just fucking sucks so like of course uh-huh. she would tell them that Mm-hmm. Um, Jung Kyuk's dad keeps his nemesis at bay, but it's starting to get like really dicey because Jung Kyuk hasn't come home yet. 
doesn't really have an answer what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Jungkook gets to confront Cholgong again, but they get surrounded by the Korean SWAT team. And in the epilogue, we see Jungkook prepare a bunch of things for Seri in case he can't see her again. And he's like getting a bunch of food stuff and like everything looks really good. But I was also uh-huh. like, how long is she still going to be in the hospital for? Because I, I feel like as soon as I get produce, it's freaking like bad two days later. And uh-huh. then I'm like upset that I bought it. Yep, we never <laughs> that that always happens. Never fails. Uh huh. I know. Uh, yeah, I was like, he. I get like getting the rice mm-hmm. and the like seaweed, the packaged and, items, and the things that yes. won't expire so quickly. The dry goods. Yeah, but yeah, getting her all that like cabbage and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, everything looked amazing though. Yeah, I'm like, oh, can you just stay and be like a beautiful house husband mm-hmm. while your wife mm-hmm. like you know rules the world yep. and y'all are amazing looking i don't know just make her noodles all the time <laughs> okay uh episode 15 south korean officials try to figure out what's going on but they're given conflicting stories sung Jun flees from his captors um okay so Cholgong, like at the end of episode 14 like Cholgong and um Jung-hyuk are like in that shady building. Uh, the SWAT team is there, but like they have guns pulled on each other basically. And Cholgang tries to shoot Jung-hyuk, but he instead gets shot by the SWAT team because they're like, drop your weapons or whatever. Um, and then Jung-hyuk gets taken into custody, but before Cholgang dies, he's like, your family's fucked. Like, he basically lies to Jung-hyuk, mm-hmm. um, saying that like, your dad. You know, everyone in North Korea knows what happened, like, blah, blah, blah. So Jung-hyuk is, like, freaking out at this point, basically. Uh, the village ladies save Manbok's wife and kid. I loved that scene mm-hmm. where the colonel's wife is like, give my regards <clears throat> to so-and-so. And they're like, okay. And she's like, so-and-whatever the name was, like, he's my brother. You're not part of the State Department. <laughs> and they like, <laughs> whatever push them away with like shovels uh-huh. and stuff it's so funny um okay so the rest of the baby soldiers are also brought into custody oh this is so upsetting yeah is uh, also very upset by it um and she basically like makes herself sick again like they're like you cannot be out of bed mm-hmm. <laughs> get back um so the babies actually have a decent time in custody <laughs> Even though, like, on the way there, they're, like, kind of panicking. They're, like, we're going to be tortured. They were thinking of home. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. They're, like, our fingernails are going to be ripped out. It's going to be terrible. But they, like, get food. (laughs) And they, you know, it's not great, but it's not terrible. Yeah. Um, And so, but then we see Jung-hyuk is, like, Again, freaking out. He refuses to eat or talk to ev- anyone. But eventually he makes up a story about how he was trying to bring Seri back to North Korea. That, like... Because uh, I guess if the war got back to North Korea, he wanted to, like, have that story ready for mm-hmm. his family, basically. Um, and he wanted to protect Seri, basically saying that she wasn't involved in, in any of it. It was, like, kind of... 
covering all his bases. And it basically. was like, I want to bring her back because she has a lot of money and can uh-huh. help North Korea. Yeah. Monetarily. Uh-huh. Um, buh, buh, buh. Okay, so Sadie contradicts Jung Hyuk's story and the officials start to investigate like the whole situation more. They look into like the little soldier babies and just the general like goings on, like what happened. Because they don't really believe Jung Hyuk. Like they mm-hmm. believe Sadie more. Um <laughs> I said LOL at the officers just watching clips of Jung Hyuk being a sweetie. <laughs> And the soldier babies just buying snacks because mm-hmm. they're like in that like briefing room and they're like, okay, what do you have? What, like trying to study the them. Uh huh. <laughs> they're like, uh, he was just like being nice, basically holding doors open for people. They used her black people. card and they bought uh-huh. random things they and noodles. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, they went to this store. They bought tteokbokki. Then they, they got went chicken. to this restaurant. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Then I said, honestly, fuck Sadie's br- second brother and his wife. They continue to do shady shit. I don't... It's... Uh, I think this involves Sungjun, where they're like, bring Sungjun back. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, they're doing something with Sungjun. I don't know if they're trying to bring him back or kill him. So he can't like corroborate mm-hmm. um, Sadie's story or whatever. Uh, okay. So, Jung Hyuk and Sadie have a face-to-face meeting in the interrogation room because they're like, y'all's stories are conflicting, like, you need to have a face-to-face meeting so we can figure out what's actually happening. Um, Jung Hyuk is really cold and insists that he doesn't have feelings for her and he was just doing a job and Sadie is, like, upset but she kind of knows what's happening but it was like a big journey for her she's like still recovering and she collapses after leaving the interrogation room and Jung Hyuk gets all upset <laughs> and the agent is like if you were gonna get upset why were you so mean to her mm-hmm. like, he was i love that agent guy yeah he was like you didn't have to be that mean to her you made her collapse <laughs> uh-huh and he's like what <laughs> <laughs> he's like why why were you so mean uh, I love how the whole time he's like, why are y'all being so difficult? Mm-hmm. Like, just just tell us the truth, please. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so Songjun and Deng go through more back and forth stuff. He ends up finding her again and tells her he wants to meet up with her when he's in a better spot in life. And he gives her the ring that he gave to Sadie and basically like kind of proposes mm-hmm. to her. Um Dan is kidnapped though after Sung Joon. Like they go to the airport together. Sung Joon leaves or like gets off the taxi, and then Dan gets kidnapped and he has to decide whether or not he wants to like go through with his plan to flee North Korea or save Sodan. And he ends up going to Sodan, but then he gets shot. So not great. Mm-hmm. Um. The investigator agent guy tells Jung Hyuk that Sadie is in critical condition now and they let him go to the hospital so he can be with her. Um, the epilogue is really cute. It just is, again, that like briefing room or whatever. And they like bring in um, 
like a body language expert Mm -hmm. and they're like you can see through all these clips like he mimics her actions Mm -hmm. and like turns his body towards her like so we think he might have feelings for her and the agent is like obviously like (laughs) why are we going over this (laughs) yeah so all right last episode so before Uh departing jungkyuk leaves behind a surprise that keeps on giving Don delivers bittersweet justice. So, Sung Joon dies, and Seri pulls through. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Sung Joon dying is actually really sad, and she's like in the, she's in the like hospital truck thing with ambulance. him. Yeah, the ambulance yeah. <laughs> hospital truck. What the fuck? <laughs> it's almost eleven, guys. I'm sleepy. <laughs> um, yeah, he dies in the hospital truck. Um, and it's really kind of fucked up because like she's like crying and he's dying and the guy the paramedic is just sitting there watching and he's just like he's dead but he he doesn't even try to do anything and I don't know if it's because he's like Sungjun wasn't like North Korean or anything and like I don't know he's a fugitive basically I don't know but they didn't do shit Uh and that was sad um, yes. <laughs> Jungkook's dad arranges for Jungkook and the soldier babies to be sent back to the north in exchange for prisoners, um, for prisoners from the south. And so essentially what happened was they missed the bus, basically, with the yes. track team. And the guy called and he's like, yo, they're not here. I'll see him. Yeah. We gotta go. So this is plan B. So we're gonna give you prisoners we have from the south. You give us our soldier babies and my son back. Yeah, because oh, he knows that they are in custody mm-hmm. now. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Seti wakes up and her mom tells her that Jungkook, about Jungkook being sent to the north. And at first she tries to put on a brave face and say that's good. But then after her mom mm-hmm. tells her how Jungkook stayed by her side um, the whole time she was in a coma until she finally woke up or whatever. Or she was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she decides to go see him one last time. So the mom, like, calls that agent to be like, hey, we're coming. Is that okay? And he's like, <laughs> we're about to be there soon. Like, a fucking hurry, but sure, okay. Which is really nice of him. <laughs> I know. Um, and so the main agent is a little bit worried for Jungkook, and he agrees, like, we'll let this happen right before uh-huh. the exchange. But then... Obviously, they love each other. <laughs> yeah. So I guess he wants to do this. Um, uh-huh. And it's kind of, like, pressing because they're standing there. They're not doing anything. And then the North Korean uh-huh. people are like, okay, let's go. And the South Korean uh-huh. guy is like, we still have a couple of minutes. Let's wait until right <laughs> on the dot to just make uh-huh. it correct. And the guy's like, we're fucking here now. Like, let's do it. And he's like, he can't do anything else at that point. He's like, okay, uh-huh. I guess. And so Seti and her mom make it to the meeting point right as they're crossing. And they run to each other. And it's very dramatic. Guns get drawn. Everyone's, like, kind of freaked out. The little soldier babies are, like, scared as hell. Yeah. Because um, <clears throat> Jungkook, like, crosses back yeah. to the south. And he's like, stop running. <laughs> yeah. It, it gets uh, very intense very quickly. Yeah. I was afraid someone was going to get shot again. Seriously, I know. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jungkook finally gets to say, I love you, and he's pulled back to the north side. The babies almost die as Cho Gung's main guy pulls a gun on them. 
it's fucked up because, like, they take them and he's telling her, like, everything's going to be okay. Like, it's yes. fine. And then they go and suddenly they get pulled over somewhere. They just stop. And they get him out of uh-huh. the truck and they're about to shoot them in the fucking middle of nowhere. Yeah. But thankfully, Joan Kyuk's dad comes in and he's like, normally, like, we'd have a fucking trial. But seeing as you just tried to kill my son and I saw you, like, you're fucking guilty. And he fucking yeah. shoots that guy. Like, no questions oh, asked. Yeah. yeah, it was intense. <laughs> yeah. You go, dad. Uh-huh. Um, Sodan, at this point, is very depressed, but she vows to get revenge on Sadie's brother as he is the one who fucked over Sungjoon and he, like, caused all of this. Uh Um, The agent meets with Seti and her family, and they review that Seti will only get a fine for her actions, but they have received intel from North Korea that shows the shitty couple were involved in kidnapping, solicitation of murder, and, like, a whole bunch of other shit. Uh Uh-huh. Very intense. Yes. Um, Sadie goes home and sees everything Jungkook prepared for her. And she gets, like, sad about it. And also, like, kind of just, like, is in love with everything that he did and how sweet it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she starts to receive scheduled texts from him, like, every day, basically. Yeah. And the texts are basically, like, the plot of P.S. I Love You. I've never seen that movie. Um oh. But yeah, so in PSI Love You, it's letters. Okay, text. Never seen it. Um, but yeah, it's like it's, it's like telling sad. her random stuff, like, "Oh, it's this holiday. It's this day. You uh-huh. should do this. Don't forget to do this." Blah blah blah. Uh huh. Um, and then the little soldier babies are back in North Korea, but they miss the South. And what I didn't like about that is when they were um, being interrogated, they were just uh-huh. asked straight up, like, "Hey, you want to stay?" Uh-huh. Just say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? It couldn't have been any easy for you. You came on a fucking track bus. Yeah. And, like, you have the opportunity to live this wonderful life now. And yeah. I understand why they wouldn't do it. Because they have, like, family in the north and stuff. And, like, their lives mm-hmm. are in the north. But also, like... I can't imagine being in North Korea growing up there... And then going to the South and seeing, like, how different things could be. Uh-huh. And just, like, how wonderful it is to have electricity. Yeah. And running water. Yeah. And, and just... Being able to wear whatever you want. Yeah. And then also in their case, like, they got a fucking sugar mama. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to, like, help them out in any way possible. Like, that's a fucking yeah. best case scenario, honestly. Yeah. It was just sad that, like, none of them stayed. I was hoping one of them would be like, I'll stay. I know. The drama baby. Yeah, the, thought... the drama baby or, like, the, the youngest one. Cause yeah. Well, I, I felt like the youngest one wouldn't because they kept mentioning how his family he was the and stuff. only man yeah. in the family. Like, his dad was dead, and so he had to take care of his mom yeah. and sisters or whatever. But I was like... Uh, or the handsome baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He could be scouted mm-hmm. and become a freaking model or whatever. Yeah. Or a new idol. Uh-huh. Exactly. None of them did it, though. They all went back. Now they're sad. Yep. Um, and then we get to the scene where Sodan's mom gives the village ladies the 
City's Choice line of products for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her mom formally breaks off the engagement between uh, Sodan and Jungkook to his mother. And it's really uh-huh. sad because she's saying, like, she fell in love with somebody else and I want her to be happy. But she's, like, on the verge of tears because, like, she knows that he fucking died. Yes. And it's just so uh. sad. Like, oh, my God, this poor mother. She just wants the best for her daughter. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, so time goes on. We get a lot of text. And then we find out on her birthday that that's going to be the last one because he could only do a year's worth, blah, blah, blah. And then he hints at being able to possibly meet in Switzerland one day. So she keeps traveling there with um, like a music organization thing that she helped put together in the hopes uh-huh. of meeting him. Um, and Jungkook tells the village lady that he's been discharged and will now play piano again for the National Symphony, which is fucking cool, okay? Taking yeah. his place as the older soldier baby. And all of the women are kind of like grossed out. They're, like, unimpressed <laughs> that he's going to be taking over, and it's kind of sad, uh-huh. but he's, like, he doesn't even see that. He's just, like, super proud of himself, and he's, like, I hear that you you bring lots of good food, and, and uh-huh. there's always food here, and you prepare good things, and they're, like, well, we don't really do that. And they're, like, trying to downplay everything they do. Uh, yeah, and they were, like, oh, like, the handsome one. They're, like, oh, will it be you? Uh-huh. Are you the new captain? <laughs> So silly. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. And then Seti and Jungkook finally meet again after she lands paragliding in Switzerland. Uh-huh. And then in the epilogue, we see everyone in North Korea settling down. Sodan stays single, and we see Jungkook and Seti meet up in Switzerland for their annual two-week vacation. And yeah. that's, like, basically it. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it, the last shots are beautiful. They're, mm-hmm. like, just in the most picturesque yeah. little cottage in Switzerland. Um, but uh, I don't like that they're not together the whole time. Yeah, that's one long-distance relationship. Because they can't even, like, yeah. chat. No. They have, like, no communication yeah. with each other. Unless he fucking gets her phone and leaves her random text for another year or whatever. <laughs> Which just seems like, I don't know, like, after a while, you can't respond back or anything. It just sucks. Yeah, and, like, I feel like they can't really, like, have a family. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, like, they could. But, like, given her position, Mm -hmm. I feel like people would question that. Yeah. Like, she's just pregnant out of nowhere. I mean, I guess she could make up a story, like... That she just wanted to be a single mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's just, like, not very satisfying I just, to me. I just wish she would have stayed. Yeah. Like, it's not like his parents didn't know where he was. Like, the other guys. His parents yeah. knew where he was. His parents knew he was in love with her. I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought what was going to happen... Because, like, after he comes home, his mom is, like, all happy. But I think she kind of sees that, like, he's depressed mm-hmm. about it. And I was thinking, like, fucking just put Jungkook in Division 11 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, send his ass back. And then he can come back every now and then. Yeah. Give fake reports. Blah, blah, blah. 
and then but like they can live their life i because they kept bringing up division 11 yeah as like an option and then we see that division 11 guy mm-hmm. that weirdo running around yeah <laughs> so who like, was just forgotten apparently so yeah. he could have just been forgotten yeah yeah, I didn't like the, the Switzerland thing. Unless they were, like, both going to just, like, move to Switzerland and stay yeah. there. But if that's not this, happening. No, it's not happening. And it was just, like, really long. It was a really long episode with the texting. Uh-huh. And just, like, a lot of montages of her, like, doing work things and getting texts and eating food with people and getting texts and doing this and getting texts. And yeah. they were never together. Until the very, very end, but then they're not even really together. Yeah. They're like, enjoy your two-week vacation mm-hmm. as usual. And I'm like, ugh. And, but and how, how come he gets to leave for two weeks every year? Mm-hmm. Like, if he can do that, then he should be able to leave more often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be one thing if they got to meet up, like, once a month or something. Yeah. In Switzerland, it still wouldn't be ideal, but, like two weeks <laughs> out of a year out of a year like yeah <sighs> yeah i just kept thinking about it. i was like this is i'm not happy <laughs> yeah not ideal i mean i'm i really liked the drama overall like i'd probably give it like a nine out of ten mm-hmm. uh or i don't know maybe like a 9.5 basically everything right up until the end mm-hmm was so good and then i'm like why are y'all doing this to me (laughs) like if anything i don't know i probably would have been pissed off if they just ended it with him going back to north korea Mm -hmm. but like don't tease me (laughs) with showing me how beautiful they look in switzerland together but then i know that they're gonna have to go back yeah (sighs) normal lives and whatever (laughs) So yeah, my rewrite is putting Jung Hyuk in Division Eleven so he can. I like that. Also, I'm like his parents. Okay, no offense, his parents are fucking old. Like, I mean, all that's to say is like, <laughs> it's not like the young could... boy where he's having to like take care of his family or whatever. Yeah, like his parents are well off, and they're probably not going to be around for like. Maybe that's longer. what he's waiting for. Oh, maybe. maybe he wants to, like, be home and, like, support them and keep them happy, especially his dad. Uh-huh. And then, like, maybe if his dad were to pass away, his mom would be like, go. Because it's yeah. really the dad that's keeping him, I think. His dad and, like, his dad's status and power. Yeah. Well, we should have got another epilogue. <laughs> Or after his dad's funeral, we see him. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, oh, and like we, I kind of just like glazed over it, but we do see like, um, Manbok like being sent to Pyongyang. So mm, like he has mm-hmm. a happy ending and like the brother, the older brother does get to be the chairman of like the dad's company mm-hmm. and said he's like you did a good job by deciding to hire a manager <laughs> uh so i don't know like i feel like everyone else got a happy ending except for the two main couples mm-hmm. that we spent so much time with yeah so. 
And that you start to root for. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that was the show. That was the show. It was... How would you rate it? I would probably give it, like, an 8 out of 10. 8? Okay. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of, like, a funny way to rate it, and I can't think of anything. <laughs> it's too late. Uh, I'll, 9 out of 10 confusing North Korean emails. <laughs> <laughs> 8 out of 10 um, armored trucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I... What would be like a ten out of ten drama for you? Have you have we watched any that you would rate a ten? Um, I really liked Beyond Evil. Mm. I really liked uh, One. The Uncanny Counter. Uncanny Counter. I would say yeah. those are like ten ten. We're like very 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 close. Uh huh. Yes. Uh, I feel like this one in Hotel de Luna, I, like, loved up until the last episode, and then I had mm. to mm-hmm. rewrite it with my own fan fiction mm-hmm. <laughs> to make the ending satisfying, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's, like, so very good up until the ending. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's run through some awards super duper quick, okay. and then we can say goodbye. Okay, favorite main character? Um, I'll go with Sadie. I will also go with Sadie. Jungkook is very handsome, mm-hmm. but... He's very he's quiet, good. and like, I don't feel like I really got to know his character the way I got yeah. to know hers. Yeah. Okay, favorite side character? Um... I loved Drama Loving Baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I really liked The Colonel's Wife. Those are like my two okay. favorites. I think I'll go with um, The Jerk Baby because he made me laugh the most. Yeah. And he funny. would he would like say jerk things, but like you knew he cared about her secretly. Uh-huh. He loved her. Uh-huh. And he also just did so well in South Korea. And was just so funny. Uh-huh. I don't know. When he gets that job, like, being a valet at the yes. chicken restaurant. He was he was a standout character for me. Like, all the other boys, too, uh-huh. I kind of just, like, confused them all. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, they were just, like, cute little babies. And I wouldn't uh-huh. see them a lot. But he has weird features, too, where his yeah. face just, like, stuck with me. It was like, I knew uh-huh. immediately who he was every single time. I wasn't like, wait, which one is he? Which soldier yeah. is this? Who's talking? Because <laughs> I don't remember any of their fucking names either. But I, just, I don't remember. He just has a very distinct face about him. Uh-huh. I know him. He's the jerk. Um, yeah, he's the jerk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, favorite I love you moment. I only wrote down two because I was like, I can't think of any right now. Um, I said Sadie running to give Junkhyuk her last hug before he crosses the border and Sadie and her mom reconciling. I also liked their first real kiss after Junkhyuk gets shot and he's like, get off of me. Mm-hmm. And then Sadie goes out and cries and then he like comes and finds her. Mm-hmm. I think that one might be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Or when he's hugging her after the surprise party failed. <laughs> Um, that one was another 
crying moment? I'll say when she crosses the first border, when he, like, lets her go, and then he goes after her. Mm -hmm. That was a sweet moment. Yeah, that's a good one. They have a lot. Mm -hmm. Such a sweet couple. Okay. Uh, Best screw you slash revenge moment. I feel like there were a lot (laughs) in this drama. So I said, Dan giving the South Korean authorities evidence the second brother was involved in everything. Uh, The village lady saving (laughs) the lady with bangs. Uh, (laughs) Manbox wife. Um, After figuring out those guys are fake. Uh, Sadie playing the audio of her brother and his wife being shitheads and basically saying they hope she dies. Mm-hmm. And Jung-hyuk's dad shooting his enemy after he tries to kill Jung-hyuk and the nice babies. Um, I will go with Jung-hyuk's dad shooting the enemy. Uh-huh. Because that was pretty unexpected. Yeah. But he would be the one to just, like, show up there. I'm ending this. Yeah, and, like, no fucking <laughs> questions asked. He's just like, I saw what I saw. Goodbye. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Because he kind of looks like a frail old man. Yeah. And then he, like, comes out of the woods, like, out of nowhere. Yeah, like, at his house, he's always just sitting in that chair, quiet, uh-huh. just listening and watching. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I think that one might be my favorite. Um, But I do love Sadie... Not just playing the audio, but just her being like, mm-hmm. I'm back, screw you, screw you, screw you. Yeah. And, like, getting back at her family, basically. Okay, and then final award that Jill came up with was favorite escape attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, like, a half escape attempt, which is just, like, ridiculous, where Sadie's like, I'm just going to paraglide back to the south, and then... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> She jumps off with Jungkook just, like... Sitting on her, basically. Yeah, it's just so ridiculous, but, like, also so good. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I will also say, like, the actual attempt that worked when, Mm -hmm. you know, he, like, crosses to give her one last goodbye kiss. Mm -hmm. Uh, My favorite escape attempt... I'm gonna say when they're supposed to take her to the airport. Uh Uh-huh. And she's supposed to be, like, a fucking track star again. Oh, yeah. Um, first time track stars are mentioned. Because uh-huh. it's a really, really, really good plan. And they have everything uh-huh. planned out. But then it, like, goes to shit immediately during the <laughs> drive over yes. there. And everything gets insane. And just shots fired. And big trucks. Yeah. And car chases. And motorcycles. And... It's a lot. His hair blowing, hair blowing the in the wind. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. That's a good one. Uh, also, shout out to the first one too, mm-hmm. where they're the just on boat. that boat, boat to boat. That was also a very good plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so many good plans that were thwarted. I know. All right. Well, that is it for us today, and crash landing on you. Hello guys, Caitlin here in the editing room, aka my office. So this was recorded a while back. Life kind of got crazy for me and Jill, so it took me a while to get this up. Um, I think we will be taking a short break from the podcast just because we have a lot 
going on, but stay tuned for to our Twitter and we will uh, let you guys know what we're watching next. But if you have any suggestions, um, if you're like, guys, you really need to watch this, tweet us or send us an email and let us know and maybe we will uh, do an episode on it. Okay, I will send you guys back to past Caitlin and Jill. Uh, so yeah, Jill and I don't have a new show planned yet, so I'll put a poll up. Y'all tell us what y'all want us to watch. I think that's it. So yeah, follow us on Twitter at OKDramaPod. Let us know, and we will talk to y'all next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, drama.